0: Calling all podcasters, musicians, vloggers, and reporters, and everyone else who wants crystal clear recording that's super portable. The Shure Motive family of microphones makes studio quality audio that's as simple as plug and play. Many of the world's top podcasters rely on Shure, and with a Motive line of iOS and USB microphones, portability is now your friend. Imagine being able to get great audio quickly and easily from your phone, tablet, or computer. Simply visit Shure.com Motive to start getting great audio for your content now. That's shur ecom forward slash M-O-T-I-V. Welcome to Define You Radio. Class is in session with your host, the Southern Bell of Bold, Valencia Griffin Wallace. Are you ready to unapologetically build your confidence, achieve goals, and design a life worth living? Learn the life lessons and strategies to define your life, money, and business. Pens and papers ready? Class is now in session.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Define You Radio Classes in Session. I am your host, the Southern Belle of Gold, Valencia Grissom Wallace. Define You Radio Classes in Session teaches women how to unapologetically build their confidence, achieve goals, and design a life worth living. Each show discusses the life lessons and strategies from guests who have decided to define their life, money, and business. Thank you so much for tuning in, and make sure you connect with us on Facebook. Today's session is with Define You alum, alumni, y'all know I struggle with that word, (laughs) transformational speaker, best-selling author, startup coach for single moms, and our personal money lady, Lexi Jones, and tonight is our 4th of July Independence Special Session titled Independence from the Broke, B-R-O-K-E, Mindset. Get your pens and papers ready, and let's talk about money today. Welcome to the show.
2: Hey, Lucia, thank you so much (laughs) for having me again. I always enjoy being on your show. Yay, well, today
1: we are talking about independence from the broke mindset. But before we get into today's show, why don't you go ahead and tell the audience a little bit, uh, a little bit more about you? You know, filling those blanks.
2: Oh, absolutely. Well, you didn't leave anything out. But, um, uh, as Valencia stated, I am a startup coach for single moms, um, and I do that through uh, a virtual business incubator called Hatch 24-7 and it is just um, a passion of mine because being a single mom myself it's a passion of mine to help other single moms to realize and understand that they can achieve freedom uh, through business ownership if they so desire and so um, that has been you know I've been doing well this coaching let's say I've been doing this now for about 15 plus years and uh, just enjoying every, every moment of it, enjoying every moment of it, and particularly this aspect of um, personal finances. I am uh, licensed. And as I have said uh, on the show before, and for those of you who may be new listening, um, I always share briefly that in 2008, you know, I lost everything. Um, lost my home, my car, you know, lost a job went through bankruptcy, all of that. And so my, um, the way I ended up becoming this uh, personal finance guru was not because I went to school, um, formal school, that is, for it, but I went through life school. And so um, after going through all of that and then being able to get back on my feet with the help of my mentors, um, I made it my personal mission to again help women and particularly single moms in the area of personal finance. You you
1: said like a whole mouthful, and I actually because I've seen the logo for Hatch, I was like, oh, I love the name and and the purpose behind it. What make? Because that's like your new baby, right? Yes, yeah. yes it is. I, I love the logo. Thank you. That's number 1. Thank <laughs> so you. So what is what, what made you go ahead go ahead and start
2: Patch? So as a single mom um, building a business, growing a business, um, there's so many um, aspects to that um, and one of the things that's important when you're building a business, another thing is being able to have um, consistent and in-depth coaching. And then another thing is being able to have, then the other thing is being able to have access to um, coaching or training or any of that at at any time that you would need it. Because for a single mom, um, you know, our, our time sometimes of operation is different from others. And so... With networking events, those usually take place either while we're at work or they take place right after work when we're picking up children or trying to get dinner um, served, and so we may miss out on those. A lot of um, coaching events, whether they're conferences or boot camps or trainings or what have you, we can't always get to a lot of those because oftentimes they cost money and some of the better ones cost Pretty, you know pretty money which is right all good <laughs> but as a single mom you are already responsible financially responsible for everything you know as far as the household and the children you know it's just you and so sometimes you can't get out as too many of those as you would like and then um, being a, a single mom sometimes there is isolation right because you're so caught up in just running your household caring for the children um, that again most single moms that I encounter who are wanting to start a business they don't even really know a lot of people in um, the entrepreneurship industry so out of those frustrations was uh, why I created Hatch I wanted to create a hybrid of sorts in the form of a virtual Incubator where single moms could come and they could get in-depth coaching and training both live and on-demand. This way, you know, if you're up at 2 or 3 in the morning working on your business because you had to put all the kids down and get everything ready for the next day, you can do that. Um, I wanted to pre, uh, provide a space also where we could do um, virtual networking. So if you can't leave the house, no problem. You know, you can um, participate in virtual networking and then uh, the women that are part of hatch will be um, separated into smaller groups um, and those will operate like masterminds. So now you have a smaller group of women, maybe about eight women that um, you are in constant contact with learning and growing with, and perhaps these are even women that you'll be able to do business with, either formally or informally or do some joint ventures with um, down the line. So um, those are just a few of the benefits of being a part of HAT.
1: I love it. I love it. Now, what, if your, what is a single mom, technically? Because there's always some debate about that title,
2: single mom. What yes. do you
1: consider, a, a, what's a single mom to you?
2: So, um, being a person that i am i I typically paint a broad brush um with these things, so some consider you know a single mom as you know a person who is raising children on her own mm-hmm. and you know maybe they don't have a spouse or whatever, and it could be that the spouse passed away or they've never had a spouse, you know whatever the case may be, but they're raising children on their own, but I often say too that it could be um women who are who are married but mm-hmm. the spouse is absent even within the marriage under so your spouse is not very supportive um Understood. So like i said i can i can you know i paint a broad brush and i don't turn um the the, the virtual incubator is is for women um in general you know like i'm not going to turn a woman away but it, it's really catered to for single moms.
1: Okay. Well, I'm glad you made that clear so that way, if someone, because it sounds like an awesome program, and that way, if someone doesn't consider themselves to be a single mom or they're not a single mom, then they could still benefit from Hatch. And Absolutely. I, I, love, I love the name because it's kind of like a, you know, Hatching Idea or, you know, that's yeah. the first thing I, I think of, you know, like you hatching a new new baby, like an egg hatching or something of that nature. So I just wanted to definitely touch on that because it's kind of a cousin of what we're talking about today, which is a broke mindset and independence from that. And yeah. I want to first start off by getting your definition of a broke
2: mindset so a broke mindset and once again um, i, I uh, in a lot of cases tend to paint broad brushes and so people will hear the word broke and then we automatically think about the physical aspect of being broke right like not having money and you know for me it's beyond that because a person really can have very limited funds but have a very healthy and independent money mindset right um so having a having a broke mindset actually is or a person who has a broke mindset i believe it's a person who um who 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 hinders themselves by the way they think in terms of money and when i say hinder i mean in in the in the area of money They aren't able to achieve freedom. They aren't able to achieve um, sustained success with money because of the mindset that they have as far as finances are concerned. Mm -hmm.
1: And and I see that a a lot, and uh, I'm glad you clarified that because a lot of people will think broke as far as their finances is uh, or a broke mindset or however you want to word it is just it's not having it but there's people that have it so to speak or have money and still mm-hmm. have a a broke mindset
2: absolutely and
1: and I wonder with you know because when I've looked at you know my different financial situations over the course of my life I had to change that mindset because it it, it seemed like it, it was a, a mindset of lack and a mindset of scarcity and there's there's never enough. So you know, just working, thinking that working and getting more money was the solution to fixing my mindset, and it and it wasn't. And um, I know. A lot of times, that broke mindset will will also follow like you actually broke.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and um, and when I think about the broke mindset too, I think about people living check to check, and they're uncomfortable. They're uncomfortable with being broke, but. They're still living check to check, like they're not uncomfortable enough to do anything about it. So I would mm-hmm. consider that, you know, part of being a broke mindset. What are your thoughts
2: about that? Yes, I uh, I absolutely agree, Valencia. That there is, um, there is a a conditioning or something when we're growing up, and as we become adults, um, things that we learn, behaviors that we learn, that lend to us just being comfortable with living check to check i mean we'll talk about you know we don't want to live check to check we will talk about you know we wish we had a little extra room for this or for that but we really our actions don't really coincide with what we're saying we will we won't ask the questions that need to be asked right because we you know have to keep up this faith that um you know, everything is okay, that everything is fine, I'm doing all right as far as money is concerned, and so our ego and our pride would not allow us to, um, you know, to ask the questions that we need to ask, but a person with a um, healthy money mindset, within, with uh, with the desire to be independent as far as their money mindset, they will ask the questions, they will seek out the information, and they won't stop until they get that information, and then they'll put that information into practice, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, again, a lot of us, you know, we, we say we want better, we want to do better, but then on the other side, you know, we're saying things like, well, I got all my bills paid, so yep. I'm good <laughs> with that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And, look, I just crossed that off because that was one of the one of the things that I was going to hit because somewhere along the line, and I love that you used the word conditioning, somewhere along the line, some of us has been taught, you know, that it's okay not to have money if your bills are paid or as long as you have a job, you're not broke. That was a mm-hmm. new one I heard, and I thought that one was completely and utterly ridiculous. Because there is no such thing as job security, unless you work for yourself, and that's still, you know, dependent depending on you know what you do, and everything. But um, mm-hmm. I know more people. I know more people that live check to check and have a broke mindset than people that don't. And right. It, it, right. It, right. It's
2: sad. It's sad, right? Yeah, they have this false sense of um, this false sense of security. You know, you mentioned um, the nine to five and people um, having people saying that you know, as long as I have a job, I'm not broke. And this and it's like, how you know, how do you equate that? How do you equate that? Where you know, where do we feel like you know, job the job? provides us this lifetime of security, you know, Mm -hmm. because it doesn't. I mean, you know, uh, when going to work first became a thing, because what people may not know is that going to work didn't become a thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) until the industrial age. Right. Like before that, you know, people ran their own businesses. Whatever it was that they were good at, that's what they did. And so when going to work became a thing, then people thought, okay, oh, there's some security because then, you know, of course, back in the day, then they had pensions and they had, you know, other little perks or whatever. And, you know, it was fine for then. Um, Even then, I wouldn't say people had 100% job security because, you know, the the boss can say at any time, you don't, you know. We don't need you anymore, and even more so today. And mm-hmm. how people in today's, in 2017, can say that having a nine to five is more secure <laughs> than, doing, than running your own business is I have no clue. I'm like the same people that are saying this are people who have been victims of being um, downsized you know or the jobs being outsourced um, or just you know uh, the company decided to close its doors or all kinds of things yet people will say still believe in this security of this paycheck mm-hmm. and one of the things that i
1: don't uh, don't understand i guess now because I'm on the other side, and you know when you get on the other side of the situation, the when you were on the broke mindset side, and I'm speaking just from my personal experience, I remember how I thought then, but it, it doesn't make sense to me now. Like, why would I think that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I would work, like, ridiculous amount of hours when really all I needed to do was change my spending habits yes and well that wasn't all but that was that would have changed me having to work so much to just cover basic uh, you know not even basic necessities but you know the needs and the wants you know and I think a lot of times people you know, I'm going to spend it today because I'm not going to be here tomorrow, and then you're here tomorrow. <laughs> then mm-hmm, what?
2: mm-hmm.
1: Then what, you know? We have a
2: consumer mindset. We do not have a producer's mindset. So, you know, like you said, you, myself, um, before I know what I know now, and so right. many other people, uh, you know, like you said, all I needed to do was to um, tweak my spending habits, that was part of it, mm-hmm. and then you start thinking differently about some things, right? Normally, we will um, purchase something, you don't need to think about, well, how can I monetize this, right? Right. So we purchase a house and, you know, it, it's it's all for us, right? Like we need, you know, some of us are purchasing huge, huge, huge spaces, right? And
1: And there's ways when I when I looked at changing my spending habits, because I, for instance, part part of it, you know, I would was one of those people living check to check. But I bet my nails got done every two weeks, and mm-hmm. now I'm in a completely different financial situation, and and now I get them done, you know, once a month or maybe every three weeks only because that's like my treat to me. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, different things that I used to, I used to spend way more money versus now because now, well, not only are you in my head, <laughs> but but now um, my learning is different and my application to what I learned is different. And I actively seek out people that no no more than me when it comes to money and start applying. I may, you know, not be willing or able or whatever to apply every lesson that I learned today, but there's always something I can apply that makes makes a difference. It's those little steps that gets us to those big steps, you know. People will give up saving $100, in
2: and they spend that on coffee. We have to get to a space where we can look at other people and say, you know what, they are really good at this. And instead of saying, oh, you know, oh, they're just lucky or, um, or have something, you know, negative to say, like, you know, they think they're all that or whatever, instead of just, you know, humbling ourselves and just going and learning from them. Asking questions, you know, so that we too can uh, do the same or be even better at it, you know. Mm -hmm. So that is key, really, to surround yourself, not be intimidated by those folks, but surround yourself. They're usually very willing to share, you know, with Mm -hmm. you um, the things that they are doing to help them make that uh, help them to be successful in finances. Mhm. And no.
1: you you know I I actually kind of lucked up um and I think I may have mentioned this mentioned this on our last show I'm not sure but um I asked, you know, put it out there in in my head and my prayers that I really wanted um a, a mentor, someone I can look up to and learn from. Mhm. And so, and then I kind of just, I put it out there and left it alone. You know, like, that's what I do with my prayers. I put it out there and I mm-hmm. left it alone. And then I was looking for a gym partner so I could start taking care of my health because I don't want to be a billionaire and too physically sick to enjoy it. Right. So I wanted some an accountability partner for the for the for my 6 a.m. workouts. And I really lucked up because my... Jim Partner is a financial manager for a huge corporation. But there you go. Business, government. And so I'm getting those nuggets. And I'm going to tell you, she is what I would call someone that has, um, and I'll just say this, people I notice with, quote, unquote, real money, Mm -hmm. you would not know it. You would not know it. Right, right different things, like observing things like that over the years, where I used to want to have a new a new car every two years, I had to have a new car every two years. Now, I said, when I get out this car note, if I can't pay cash for a car, I won't will, I will get a bike. Mm-hmm.
0: And I noticed
1: people I know with real money, and I'm not saying all, I'm just referring to people I know, right. they, they are not about to waste money on a on a car note, they're gonna ride whatever they have till the wheels fall off. And then yes. they're gonna buy, they wanna buy a wheel versus
2: financing a wheel.
1: If you know. Right.
2: Right. And it's not about, you know, depriving themselves of, you know, having fun or, you mm-hmm. know, these luxuries or this or that. But, you know, people with a very healthy money mindset are thinking not only of right now today, but they're also Mm -hmm. thinking of tomorrow. And when I say tomorrow, I don't mean like the immediate tomorrow. I mean like 15, 20, 30 years from now. Because what good, you know, does it do you to um, enjoy, you know, you're going to enjoy life now, but you can't enjoy it later. Right. You know, that right. does it doesn't do any good. So you you know you find a way yes to enjoy things now, but you also want to make sure that you're going to be able to enjoy things later.
1: Right, right. And one of the things and right now I'm just kind of referring to things that I that change as far as like my mindset, my broke mindset. I would spend an arm and a leg to have certain purses. Or a certain name brand this or name brand that, and not saying anything is wrong with that for you guys. That that's your thing. But as I got older, I'm I'm looking looking at that like that doesn't it doesn't make sense? Because number one, I work from home the majority of the time. Number two, a lot of the stuff is sitting <laughs> in my closet, and so mm-hmm. it it's wasting money. And an outfit, rather, you pay. If your outfit's fifty dollars from head to toe, or five thousand dollars, has nothing to do with what it looks like mm-hmm. in your presentation. And I and I got fed up like years ago. I was like, I'm not paying an arm and a leg for somebody else's name on my. Come on stuff. now. <laughs> and it it really it made like all of a sudden a, a switch went off in in my head that it didn't make sense. It didn't make right. sense to me. And this was, and I say it's funny, because then I was buying, paying for names I couldn't afford. Now I could afford the names, and guess what? I don't want them. Mm-hmm. That's like, that. Uh, what's, the, what's the return on investment? That is a direct Lexi quote. <laughs> <laughs> that is, you know, will I be able to sell it later? And I realize as much as I love my car, I, my plan is not to drive the rest of my life. That is mm-hmm, not. Mm-hmm. So that is that. And we all know cars lose their value
2: once yeah, you absolutely. do the
1: test drive or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So right. those are just changes in my mindset. I know people. And it's sad because we want to, uh, and I say we and I'm just we, you, if you Mm -hmm. in that category, then the we is you. But Mm -hmm. we want to present the image of money with a a nice car and then we're borrowing gas money or then somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, passes or gets sick and we're having a fish fry. But I bet we still have that nice brand new shiny car in the driveway. Don't get me started.
2: Go ahead, Lassie. <laughs> Absolutely, so that all speaks to like that that uh, having that consumer mindset versus the picture mindset, and like I that'll take you down um, really quickly if you 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 cannot sincerely desire to be financially independent, but you can't get away from you know being this large consumer, you know because let's face it the Michael Kors, the whatever mm-hmm. is in, because I don't even know what all bags are in now. You yeah, know, I don't know, Coach is still a thing or I don't know because I <laughs> I'll pay them no right. mind. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, is Coach going to pay your mortgage? Right. Is, you know, is Michael Kors going to finance your retirement? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and and when it's time for you to sit down and retire and like you see you got this Michael Kors bag in your purse, you're not going to be right. able to resell it for for right. what you got for it. Not right. at all. Right. <laughs> you know, you're lucky if it does well at Goodwill somewhere. <laughs> right. And you're not getting any funds out of that. So, right. you know, we just have to be smarter about these things because at the end of the day, it's it's a purse with a name on it. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, and at, 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 at the question then really becomes well, whose name is really important, theirs or yours? hmm. Oh, I love that. Well, what people might say, what well, do you mean your name's more important and da 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 da? And then people think you're trying to be selfish. And it's like, no, you're not, because at the end of the day, no one else is going to look out for me and mm-hmm. for my family. And for the legacy that I am supposed to leave for my family, mm-hmm. nobody else's job but mine. Right. Ooh,
1: you can drop some good, some good, some good tea, Kool-Aid, Crystal Light, water, whatever. Because <laughs> <laughs> that that is one hundred percent true, and it's it's messed up to see somebody with a one hundred and fifty dollar purse. And guys, I'm completely talking from experience because I've been that person. You know, you mm-hmm. have this $150 purse and you have $1. fifty in your checking account, <laughs> you know? A right. uh, $1.50, uh, you know? And uh, Lexi is 100% right. You cannot resell anything. One of the, uh, and then I do want to definitely get into some tips, but Something mm-hmm. that I realized, because I used to have, like, my my next, quote, unquote, addiction, so to speak, was DVDs. And, of course, we're talking about a while, not that long ago, but it was a while ago. So I used to buy a new DVD at least once a week for several mm-hmm. years. So you're talking about 20, $20 every, so that's $40 a month, whatever the math is on that. and and sometimes it'll be two and three DVDs at a time. It was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like I could have opened a Blockbuster or whatever video store with how many DVDs I had. And Mm -hmm. at one point in time, I just kind of sat down and did the math. And I was like, besides my Rocky DVD, which I will never sell, um, but the majority (laughs) of those movies, well, I'll watch them one time, and they'll sit there and collect dust. Right. And that's, you know, however much money I spent in a month, I could have put in, you know, retirement or my son's savings account or somewhere else, you know. But I was buying DVDs and getting my nails done two, three times a month and then having issues when, you know, utilities came due and everything else, but I've spent that one stupid stuff you know so it, it took a a few moments of really just looking at what i was spending because it didn't make sense to me for as much money as i was making as hard as i was working why finances was an issue and mm-hmm. i would rather instead of spending that much money on my nails or um DVDs I'd rather be able to go out of town and enjoy a a quick vacation
2: mhm you know mhm
1: mhm I yeah. want to in, enjoy life I'm not you know a, and so that but that was changing my mindset so I wanted to what tips would would you give Sim, you know what tips would you give or, or how would you advise somebody to start working on changing
2: that broke
1: mindset?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And we've been um, talking about a few of them uh, throughout this conversation, so let's kind of put them in a nice little bow, so yes. to speak. Um, <laughs> the the first thing that I would say is that when you you have to make a decision. You can't be, you know, one foot on this side of the fence and another foot on that side of the fence. So you have got to make a decision that you are worth it, hmm. <laughs> that your family is worth it. You have to make that decision. Once you make that decision, then another thing that um, that must be done and that I love, love doing is that, and if you were talking about, Valencia, the fact that you have to sit down and you have to do the math, take a look at what you've been spending. So pull your bank statements for the last three months because, see, the way banking is done now, all this online stuff is great, it's convenient, but it's, it, has, um, it has really done us some harm because we don't really sit and write things out anymore. True. We figure I can just go check it online, you know. I can just go check. I can just go check. And so we don't sit and physically write our money coming in and out. Mm. So pull your bank statements for the last three months, the last six months, if you're adventurous, and just go through like some of the main areas like um, food and grocery. Um, entertainment, Um, you know, just really go through them. I'm not even going to say the four main areas. Just go through them. You can, you know, categorize them as you go, line item by line item, and look and see how much you're actually spending in these various different areas. You will be surprised. You know, we're talking about we live paycheck to paycheck, but you will be surprised um, how much money you're spending you're spending on places like, you know, Burger King or McDonald's or whatever it is your favorite fast food is because you're me I don't like Burger King. Well, you like Chick-fil-A or something. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm, okay. I'm
1: awesome on that. I was, okay. I, I, I could say, I could excuse
2: that because I'm like, it's a salad. It's a $9 salad. Exactly but you could have bought $9 worth of salad stuff at the grocery store and made you some salads for, for two weeks. <laughs> so, yeah, do that exercise. That is so important. There is something about us actually seeing it, you know, on paper, actually going through that exercise. And, again, yeah, yeah, a lot of times we are, well, I, say, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. But you can't You can't do you fix something. If, if you really don't know what it is, it's important to go through that exercise. Number three, um, think about different ways that you can become a consumer, I mean, a producer. Like I said, you may not want to uh, own a business, and that's fine, it's not for everybody. But how, in some little way, can you become a producer? Can you um, grow a few of your own vegetables? Hmm and then sell those to your neighbors. Find a couple of ways. You've got to do, you know, 20,000 things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one one way I could think of
1: off the top of my head, if you have a a house with a garage or a driveway, you could have mm-hmm. a garage sale with your stuff. I mean, it mm-hmm. with your friends or family who have apartments that can't have garage sales. Mm -hmm. and have it at your house and take i'm gonna do that Mm -hmm. i'm gonna do that because i know a lot of people that have garage sale stuff but don't have a area to have one and i will Mm -hmm. i can make money extra money like that because it's always my goal to get better with my finances now you did inspire me from the last show and it, it came and left my head but you did inspire me from the last show to um so, something having to do with, okay, I'm going to get back to that. <laughs> so go ahead with the tips while I try to think about what it was. Something you said last show that I immediately started doing, but it will it will come back to me. And if it doesn't while we're doing this show, I will inbox you and I will make sure I post it so everybody <laughs> knows exactly what I implemented. So go no. ahead with
2: the tip. <laughs> no problem no problem at all so yeah definitely you want to think of ways you can become a um become a producer um next seek out people um who who do well at this thing seek out people who understand how money works seek seek out people who and like you said these are not the people who are driving around with a bunch of flashy right. this and a flashy that right. you know um seek them out and, um and just you know spend some time with them ask them ask a person or two if they will mentor you um, mm-hmm. and and you know ask questions or just get around and sit and listen sit at the foot of the <laughs> of the teacher right and right. and and listen and learn and implement you know start going and hanging out in places where you know people who are you know serious about you know, being independent, uh, being financially independent and all of that. Start hanging out, you know, in those places. Find out where they, where those places are and start hanging out in those places. You know, you have to uh, surround yourself, you know, with people who are going to encourage you on this journey, who know um, nothing about it, and uh, just to continue to, you know, to keep you encouraged and uplifted because there are going to be times where you're going to be like, man, why am I doing this? This ain't, you know, and you'll want to slip up and, you know, that's okay. Let's get right back on track. But as you are learning, teach somebody else, you know, whether that's your children, whether that because what teaching does is helps to reinforce. And once you start teaching others, in most cases, we feel like teaching others what you're learning spreading the word, getting information out there, helping others to become financially independent as well. So those are a few tips that I would leave with you all tonight.
1: Yay. I I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, okay, I remember what what it was that you said. Okay. We were talking about, we talked about like saving, um, and, and I was saying how, you know most people including me like i just automatically have it come out and you you said that i needed to one of the tips you gave was to to manually move it like keep it automated but then you know manually do it so that way you could get used to the process of you know manually doing it mm-hmm. so and putting extra so that's what i've been doing so where i still have my automated Come out! I have I've started manually moving, you know, the extra. Also good.
2: So good, yeah, good, see, good. See,
1: I I apply, I apply. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you do, you do, you really do. I love that about you. I'm, I'm telling I you, I got to get. I, you.
1: I I want to have a a very enjoyable lifestyle, and that's one thing that I. And to me, that means being able to to travel and, and, and enjoy life and shut down when I want to and not have to think about, not think about money, but not have to think. If I want to take a vacation, I want to be able to just go, not mm-hmm. have to plan it out for a year.
2: Absolutely. That's the
1: lifestyle that I am um, working towards. And one of the things that uh, I also noticed about, People with money, and I wanted they budget and save for everything for a yes. gift for holidays, and if and will not buy. And I'm because this was one of the most interesting conversations that I had because I thought I was like, wow, like my gym partner and people I know, they will have a budgeted amount that they will spend for Father's Day or Mother's Day, and guess what? If it's over that amount, you will not
2: get it. (laughs) Yes, that's right. That's absolutely right. It was so funny you said that because I sat with a client the other day, and I was helping her to just be in this awareness, you know, stage. What am I spending? And, you know, we are looking at the budget worksheet, and I said, okay, Um, you know, gifts and holidays and this and that. And I think another section was, uh, you know, road trips. And she was like, you know, she looked at me and I'm like, yes, you have got to budget this. These are the things Mm -hmm. that when you decide, oh, let me get on the road and hop on down to, you know, Evansville or wherever you're going or northern Indiana or maybe it's two states over, you just decide Mm -hmm. you're hopping on the road, but that has impacted your budget. You didn't Mm -hmm. budget for that. And so at the at the end of the month or in the next two weeks, you wondering where your money went. Mm-hmm. That's where it went because you never budgeted right. for it. You know, we think, oh, a, a birthday gift here or there. It comes up, you mm-hmm. know, a little five dollars here, a little twenty dollars there. But so those little those are the things that really will impact. Um, you know, Im- impact. Mm-hmm that whole and give you that whole I'm living from paycheck to paycheck feeling because you haven't budgeted for it. Right. And
1: I that is one of the things that I am going to, one of the tips or one of the things I am going to um, apply from tonight. It's, it's a few things, um, but definitely that. So some people, and if you're listening, friends, family, and whoever may have gotten gifts previously, i my budget is is about to get real slim with giving random gifts and <laughs> and that kind of stuff, you know. Um, and it and it can add up because you don't think about it. You know, a birthday here, oh, I didn't, oh, uh, you know, twenty dollars here. Here goes twenty dollars. You know, but that adds
2: mm-hmm. up. Or mm-hmm. um,
1: even a card or taking somebody out to eat or things that's right. not planned. So I'm from I'm pointing it out a lot of people I will make an announcement and let them know <laughs> I am no longer that person because I want to I know the end game I have to take care of me and in my family versus your birthday gift that you probably right. have within the next month or two anyway exactly you know? <laughs> so uh one more question um, and yeah. And I know, and it's a few things. I can't wait to our next show because I I want to talk about kind of hit on um, building credit for teens. Like how how uh-huh. can you help teens build credit? So that's what we'll talk about next time, guys. So make sure you guys you know keep up with the with the show. So I'm just dropping uh-huh. that now, Lexi. So um, yep. <laughs> uh, if, do we need a financial advisor if we're not "quote unquote" rich?
2: Yes. Yep, you do. I don't even know what else to say behind that. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> especially if you're not if you're not rich, that you hmm. you know you need one. Now people will say, "Oh my goodness, you know an advisor and all that it costs a whole lot of money," and you know, and some can. Um, that you got to know this is maybe. Uh, For another show or whatever, but the difference between an advisor, a planner, or a coach, um, there's differences. And so maybe we can get into that um, sometime in the future um, so that you know which one you should have for wherever you're at.
1: Okay, I'm writing that down because I definitely want to, because I don't have a financial advisor. Planner or coach. However, as I get more serious, because I mean I, I'm pretty good with my finances. However, mm-hmm. I I'm always on learn mode and get better mode. So mm-hmm. I definitely want to make sure that you know that's a conversation and an understanding that I have and the audience have, so they can right. find their money, and you know and really get into this thing, present the information, it's there. So we definitely going to have to discuss that, the differences with, with that, because you just right, you drop a nugget towards the end of the show.
2: Okay. <laughs> I know. That's why I was like, okay, another show topic if you need one. <laughs> all right. That's got that's the, the
1: next two shows planned. Um, <laughs> uh, Lexi, as usual, you didn't left me with homework. Um how can the audience reach you? What do you have going on?
2: How can you know? I know you Yeah, absolutely. It. Yeah. So right now my uh my entire focus is um on hash enrolling um women to the virtual business incubator. So if you are a um you know a single mom in general who wants to start her business, Um, you've been hesitant about doing that, Um, you know, we, Hatch, is there to support you. Um, So you can find her about Hatch at bit.ly forward slash Hatch247. That's bit.ly forward slash Hatch247. Or you can see, you know, uh, inbox me, message me um, across all social, me- social media except for Snapchat, <laughs> across all social media uh, <laughs> as, uh, at a Purposeful Legacy. I mean, I have a Snapchat, but I don't, I right, opened I it know. like couple, <laughs> I opened one to to my
1: son and then. You know, it wasn't even effective with the stalking because I didn't
2: know what I was doing. So, um, yeah. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Yeah, I need a Snapchat coach.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Uh, Lexi, as usual, you've been awesome and have given homework. Guys, I will make sure that all of Lexi's information is posted on the show notes and the website and go back. And make sure you listen to all the shows Lexi has done over her course of being a, a permanent part of Define You because I learn every time we have a show, you know, and it, it's definitely in, in the amount of time we've been doing this, I've learned and, and applied things and have seen the difference in my own life. So I do recommend you guys. Follow her, check out Hatch, uh get with her, listen to the shows and define your money. So with yep. that being said, Lexi, thank you again for slapping down the proverbial money hammer. <laughs> <laughs> your tips yes, are always thank you for the opportunity. I do you're so awesome. It's always <laughs> appreciated. Um Guys, if you enjoyed today's session, make sure you stay connected by subscribing to the show on iTunes and Google Play. And normally, I close with a quote, but instead, I'm going to close with a list. These are names you will recognize that have two things in common. They are billionaires, and they were born broke, or they grew up broke, or poor, or however you want to phrase it. Howard Schultz. Who is that? The owner and founder of Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Oprah. John Paul DeGioria. Who is that? If you go on Walmart or somewhere, you will see John Paul Mitchell Products. Okay, and I might be messing this name up. Do Wan Chang. Who is that? The founder of Forever 21. And this name you will recognize because the majority majority of us have spent money on his stuff, Ralph Lauren. Fine. These are people that were born broke or poor or whatever terminology you want to use, and they're now billionaires. What changed? I guarantee you it started with their mindset. So with that being said, guys, peace and love. Thank you so much for listening in tonight. Pins and papers down. Class is officially
0: over. Thanks for listening to Define You Radio. Class is in session. Connect with the show at www.defineuradio.com. Pins and papers down. Class is over. all podcasters musicians vloggers and reporters and everyone else who wants crystal clear recording that's super portable the sure motive family of microphones makes studio quality audio that's as simple as plug and play many of the world's top podcasters rely on sure and with a motive line of ios and usb microphones portability is now your friend imagine being able to get great audio quickly and easily from your phone tablet or computer simply visit sure.com motive to start getting great audio for your content now that's s-h-u-r-e.com forward slash m-o-t-i-v